stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. As we ponder whether we wish to get into bed with the IOC in eight years, we've also got a very similar question maybe we're asking ourselves. Do we also want to get in bed with FIFA in eight years? Canada, the U.S., and Mexico look to jointly bid for the 2026 World Cup, but some cities, including Vancouver, are saying count us out. And Minneapolis have also withdrawn their names from the bid. BC Tourism Minister Lisa Beer says it's clear they shared similar concerns of FIFA not committing to final costs. We own BC Place, so it's the province and the BC taxpayers that are on the hook, and we can't write uh, FIFA a blank check. But she says no now doesn't mean no to future opportunities. We worked very hard to get uh, the World Cup to Vancouver, and, and our door is always open. The bid involves cities from Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. Lisa used a global news right so vancouver's saying uh, you know can't us out we don't want to be a part of this chicago minneapolis saying the same thing that what fifa's asking for is just too much too unreasonable and yeah i mean it has a lot of echoes of what's been happening lately with the ioc certainly oslo uh, regarding the 2022 winter olympics is a great example because they were one of the front runners uh, and then it got to the point where they said you know what this is all too much we don't want to do business with the ioc so, should Canada have some second thoughts about hosting the World Cup? What, what is it exactly that, that FIFA is asking for here? Well, our next guest has some of the details at thebreaker.news. Bob Mackin, uh, author and journalist, his book Red Mittens and Red Ink, takes a look at the uh, costly Vancouver 2010 Olympics. Bob, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. Good afternoon. Um, so, I mean, what do you make of the fact, first of all, that we've got some of these big cities that would probably be in the mix for World Cup games saying thanks but no thanks? Well, this is an interesting dynamic. This is going to be the first World Cup featuring 48 nations expanded from 32 nations that will be competing at Russia 2018 in June. And uh, the United States Soccer Federation really is taking the lead on this. They'll host the majority of the games if they win out over Morocco when this is decided at the IOC, sorry, the the FIFA Congress in uh, June. And uh, Canada and Mexico are looking at getting 10 games each. Of course, Edmonton is still in the mix. Uh, so is Montreal. So is Toronto. Uh, Vancouver, because of the British Columbia government, decided uh, to uh, negotiate harder with FIFA. And they say that FIFA uh, didn't want to uh, negotiate on terms of British Columbia. FIFA has some very stringent terms in their documents that I found, their, their guide to bidders that uh, they are asking for things that uh, only the IOC has asked for and gotten in the past. They want essentially a 10-year tax holiday so they can uh, help organize this uh, tournament uh, from when it is awarded until the end of 2028, which is more than two years after the tournament. Uh, They want uh, exemptions from all sorts of taxation. They want uh, copyright and trademark uh, protection and enforcement. They don't want any ambush marketing. They don't want any counterfeiting. They also want uh, exemptions from labor laws. And uh, these aren't all spelled out in great detail in the bid documents that they have made public, but uh, it does add questions for the public officials in each of the jurisdictions that are bidding for this, whether FIFA wants too much and what really is the the cost to the public. Now, FIFA 
what they do offer uh, anywhere they want to hold the tournament is because they do bring very large international TV audiences is a chance for those jurisdictions to market themselves and become better known. That's really what the uh, British Columbia was offered uh, and elsewhere is offered in this whole bid process as being part of a very large tournament that will get uh, amazing TV audiences around the world. Now, just because just if uh, Edmonton is still involved doesn't necessarily guarantee Edmonton will get games. And if British Columbia was still involved, wouldn't uh, guarantee games coming to BC Place as well because once the bid is awarded, then uh, the bid committee will, along with FIFA, decide where exactly to host the matches in 2028, sorry, 2026. Right. Why, why do they need a tax holiday then, essentially? How does that impact FIFA? Well, their argument is that they're a Swiss-based organization that has a a roster of international uh, uh, sponsors. They have teams from countries around the world. It's very complex to organize, and they they, they also argue that they're a a non-profit group themselves that puts any money back into uh, sport around the world, into this sport, of course, being soccer around the world. Of course, there are serious questions about whether that is actually true after the revelations we've seen since 2015 when the FBI cracked down on FIFA bribery and kickbacks. Uh, And, of course, uh, Sepp Blatter was the president of FIFA until 2015, and we saw uh, eventually how much he was being paid, uh, about $3 million a year or so. Uh, And he was essentially writing his own paycheck and the paycheck for, for others when it came to various bonuses. Uh, And within that, the whole FIFA scandal that really erupted in 2015 was uh, bribery and kickbacks involving uh, bids for FIFA tournaments. It involved uh, sponsorship arrangements for FIFA events as well as uh, media, the sale of media rights. So here we are with FIFA, which has a very tarnished reputation coming cap in hand to governments here in Canada, asking for the moon. And, uh, you know, you've got some very pragmatic uh, politicians here in British Columbia, as well as those down in Chicago and Minneapolis, were saying, hold on here. What do you really want us to sign on to? And uh, this could affect the way this bid goes forward. FIFA has a very stringent schedule that it isn't necessarily needing to have. Uh, they plan to make the decision at, at their Congress on June 13th. But you got to wonder, why don't they just delay this for a while? They don't need such a long lead time, especially when the most serious bidder in this equation is this North American bid, where all the stadiums are ready to go. Uh, right. They may need to do a little bit of uh, renovations uh, in 2026 when this happens, if they, of course, do give it to, to North America. There will be a lot of other uh, uh, temporary facilities that will be needed and other parts of the organization that will have to come together. But the major part of any mega event is the infrastructure, and the infrastructure really is already here. Uh, so why do they need to uh, rush the uh, the awarding of it in June? Well, one of those reasons might be the TV rights equation. They have already sold the TV rights for 2026 to Fox and to Telemundo for very large sums, about $300 million each. And if, according to the contract, if the North American bid is chosen, then FIFA will get a lot of that money back. There will be large bonuses paid by those broadcasters back to FIFA uh, about $100 million plus each. So FIFA wants to get that money in its books because it has, since the corruption scandal 2015, seen some erosion of sponsors. There's some sponsors that have 
less the fold. Uh, and they also have seen dips in revenue. And by the way, that TV revenue, does does that stay with FIFA? Oh, yeah, the FIFA does take that revenue and then does uh, distribute it to its uh, national soccer federations around the world. Uh, it's different from the way the IOC uh, has it. The IOC, for its hosts, distributes a lot of the revenue it gets from the TV and marketing to the organizing committee, whereas in uh, FIFA World Cup, FIFA uh, takes a, a stronger a stronger position in the organization and the financing of the tournaments, even though it does rely on a lot of taxpayer subsidies to make things happen. And then that's what the situation is with this uh, uh, guide to bidders. They want not only the copyright and trademark protection and enforcement, not only the relaxation of uh, labor laws, not only the tax holiday, but uh, they will be requiring each of the host jurisdictions to pay for the cost of security and safety, not just at stadiums, but at uh, airports and bus stations and train stations, at the training centers, at the official hotels, hospitality installations, the media centers. And for those uh, host jurisdictions, not only will they have to pay for the price of security, which we don't know what that price might be, they will also have to be liable for any security incidents that might happen. So this is very risky in many ways. And the best uh, guidepost we have is the most recent mega event that occurred in Canada, and that was Vancouver 2010 Winter Olympics and Paralympics, uh, where the cost of security was $900 million. It was originally paid at $175 million. That was decided to be too low. So they ratcheted it up to about $900 million. Still don't know if uh, we got... uh, uh, if that could have been done for cheaper, I mean, there were no uh, major safety or security incidents that happened. So for those uh, that uh, uh, point at that spending, they can say that it succeeded. But could it have been done for less? We just don't know. That's a very expensive uh, way to go. And and uh, is it worth uh, the investment? And you know, in Vancouver, a lot of people in the uh, real estate and construction and tourism industry say, yes, uh, look what happened to Vancouver's economy after the Olympics. But still, there's a lot of people that uh, point to the high cost of housing and the high cost of living in Vancouver uh, and livability issues uh, that say maybe it wasn't, uh, especially after a lot of debt was left over. Well, it's interesting. 2026 could be the year that Canada plays host to both the IOC and FIFA. What do you think the prospects of that are? Uh, It's uh, very possible. Uh, That would be also another interesting dynamic because uh, the, the, the FIFA World Cup in 2026, if the U.S., led bid is, is chosen, sets up another interesting dynamic here in North America where there'll be two years later the Summer Olympics in Los Angeles. So it could be a very busy time for mega events uh, in North America. Uh, the question is, uh, are the host governments going to try to get a better deal from the organizations that own these events? Uh, it certainly would be big for Calgary, but I think there's a lot of water that has to flow under the bridge, and uh, I think things have changed since Vancouver bid for and won the right to host and hosted the Olympics, that we've seen a lot of questions asked about these organizations that own these events and their own integrity and uh, the costs that are placed on the shoulders. There's a situation now that fewer cities want and fewer countries want these big events in the past for a number of reasons. Part of it is the integrity of the organizations like FIFA and the IOC. Part of it is what's left behind. The legacy is left behind. Sometimes you do get some infrastructure left behind, but you also get a lot of questions about uh, the debt that's left behind. We still don't really know everything there is to know about how much money was spent for Vancouver. The Auditor General 
here in British Columbia, never did a report afterwards. And we've seen what's happened at other events uh, since uh, Vancouver 2010. Uh, look down at uh, Rio 2016, the Rio 2016 Olympics, and how Brazil is no better than it was before. And a lot of those facilities there are white elephants and uh, still the same situations with uh, environmental problems and poverty problems and crime problems exist in Brazil before, as before the Olympics. And Brazilians are left wondering about who really made the money. And in fact, the, uh, the, the CEO of the organizing committee for Rio 2016 was arrested last year. That doesn't look good. No, it certainly doesn't. Uh, well, we'll see how it all plays out in the months ahead. Uh, more details, again, as mentioned, at thebreaker.news. Bob, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's uh, author and journalist Bob Mackin, uh, who has the story today with the details of what it is that FIFA is looking for. As mentioned, his book, Red Mittens and Red Ink, uh, looking at the Vancouver Olympics. So, that, yeah, that's quite an ask. That, as he writes... June 13th is the day that FIFA will decide the 2026 host. From that day until the end of 2028, FIFA will demand that the winning bidder grant it a vast tax holiday. The general tax exemption, as it says right there in the FIFA bid manual, quote, must compromise all taxes that may be applicable in the host country, host countries. The sole exception to the general tax exemption is taxation on the sale of tickets to third parties, i.e. tickets not used by FIFA but limited to sales tax or the like at a unified rate of maximum 10%. No other taxes may be charged on any revenues or profits generated through the sale of tickets. There would also need to be unrestricted import and export of all foreign currencies to and from the host country or countries by means of bank transfer, as well as the unrestricted exchange and conversion of all foreign currencies into local currency. Uh, Security operations would be paid by host governments. FIFA also requires special laws and enforcement against counterfeiting trademark violation, ambush marketing, and the prohibition of a secondary ticket market in relation to the competition. FIFA wants a visa-free environment where work permits are issued unconditionally and without any restriction or discrimination of any kind. It is also requested to grant exemptions from labor law and other legislation for companies and personnel directly involved with competition. So Chicago, which hosted... World Cup game in 1994 is the host city of the U.S. Soccer Federation. Doesn't want any part of it. Vancouver doesn't. Minneapolis doesn't. Now, obviously, Calgary wouldn't really be in the running anyway, unless we were suddenly going to scramble to build a, a new stadium, which, I mean, maybe we need a new stadium, but not for, for this, I would hope. So we've got uh, other dreams for 2026, it would seem, but I think there's a lot of parallels between FIFA and the IOC. Our number here, 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.